0: Hey everyone, it's Jennifer. Thank you so much for joining me for this very first episode of The Connection Podcast. Yay! I'm so excited you're here and I couldn't be more excited to introduce my very first guest, Dr. Tommy John. With master's degrees in health and exercise science from Furman University, Dr. Tommy John brings over 17 years of health experience to the table. At completion of his studies, Dr. Tommy played professional baseball for three years with teams such as the Schomburg Flyers, Tyler Roughnecks, and the L.A. Dodgers. After his career was abruptly ended from a rare infection in his throwing shoulder, Dr. Tommy developed his own baseball performance company, providing over 11,000 baseball training sessions for baseball enthusiasts from ages 6 to 30. Additionally, he expanded his practice of personal training, sports performance training, and rehabilitation of all types of soft tissue injuries. Dr. Tommy was drawn to chiropractic because he realized there is a higher element missing from the healing performance process and proper function of the human body in the innate intelligence and the nervous system, brain, brain stem, and spinal cord. That paramount observation led him to obtain his doctor of chiropractic degree from Life University in Marietta, Georgia, where he graduated magna cum laude. As the son of renowned major league baseball pitcher Tommy John, who played in the major leagues for 26 seasons and was the first person to come back in 1974 from the revolutionary surgery named the Tommy John surgery, It is not surprising that Dr. Tommy developed a passion for proper healing and physical function as he witnessed firsthand the outcomes of injury, innovation, and principled healing. He runs his practice near San Diego, California. I went down there for this interview. We had such a good time. We are so on the same page of healing and health. I really hope this interview opens your eyes and hopefully your mind into what the body is capable of, how it's capable of healing itself, how it is wired and designed to thrive, and for you to live your very best life. Enjoy this interview with Dr. Tommy John. Go Joe Rogan style. We're live. That's it. In three, two, like it. one. Done. All right, I'm so excited. Thank you for uh, having me down here in your studio.
1: Healing, somebody called it the healing den.
0: The healing den? I like it. It's like the healing mecca.
1: Yeah, I, could, I like it.
0: I could, this is like playground for me.
1: That's what it, and that's what I try to tell people. So everything you touch, look at, smell, I don't have taste just yet, although we do have some treats, uh, listen to, even the running water or music, like everything will mm-hmm. improve you in some way. Like there's yeah. nothing that antagonizes development other than maybe the plugs and like the electricity. Yeah. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah. But even kids will come in, they're like... Can I I'm like you can break hit everything you want the only thing that's irreplaceable is this thing my aunt made me everything else doesn't it's all good go yeah. integrate and yeah. it, it's a it's literally a playground for healing
0: well and we can heal through all of our senses right oh, yeah. five senses yeah yeah i like the smells we got some right? palo santo going I know. sage I know. <laughs> cleared good. it out yeah so you're a chiropractor physical therapist is that yeah, how you so... got started
1: so I got into, I was a professional baseball player and then transitioned into performance, sports performance training was the title. I was a sports performance specialist mm-hmm. and then a personal trainer was the title in the morning. And then I did baseball lessons, like individual baseball lessons on, at night and on the weekends. And then what we did from a sports performance angle is we got into the rehab setting. So soft tissue injury. So Anything. From, from bones to disc to, to muscle to anything that, that was going on. But we went into it in this radical, non-traditional, as to what medicine has done to it. We pulled back the curtain on just soft tissue injuries and we started to see a lot of truths come up that weren't being, told, weren't being taught in the schools and weren't being taught into insurance-based practices. And we were doing the exact opposite. And the healing stories were what they would call radical. Turns out that's just the way. Mm-hmm. But it was just the way. So all of a sudden now for 10 years, we're pulling back and testing and doing all these things that traditionally in the, in the allopathic physical therapy side aren't being done. And then I wanted to do it on my own. There were too many people being involved and a person does better when it's them healing them. But the more people involved in their healing, the more spread out and distracted they can get.
0: Yeah, so when you said we, you said we're doing this, we're who's this? So
1: myself, another trainer, and my, my good buddy Vladimir, and then John. So we own this facility, so it was the three of us, mm-hmm. which was great because if you came in and you had a session with John, he spoke the same language I did. Mm-hmm. And Vladi spoke the same language, just an accent. And it all integrated very well. Um, and our, the results were just there. And then I went to chiropractic school after 10 years of this, because I wanted to start with the nervous system, was how we started. Nervous system, and then we went into movement all along with, with nourishment and everything else, and then you went into performance, and you were gone. Whether you were uh, Parkinson's, MS, diabetes, pro athlete, equestrian, 10-year-old, like, it didn't matter. That was another thing I saw is we were all just humans on this stream of being. And wherever you're at, you're always just on this stream. Where now it's like, oh, you're injured? Yeah, down the hall in that other special room. Or, oh, you're a lefty, or, oh, you're a woman, or, oh, you're a pro. Wait, you mean it's just healing, right? We're healing all the same? But now we've compartmentalized, and there's a specialist for everything, right? And so we got rid of that. I added the chiropractic degree so that I have it all in my hands, to which I I wanted to create what I have here, which is somebody comes in. It's a one-stop shop. If I need extra deep dive, blood work, you know, there's some more, I need some help. I have a naturopath that I trust mm-hmm. who, who's down the road, and that's it. Like, it's a, literally a place you can come to help put you in a better position to be able to perform at life, whatever that is a car ride, uh, uh, playing golf on the weekend, you know, surviving a fall, getting up and down off the toilet, whatever it is for you. There's just a certain th- amount of things that you need to do to put yourself in that position to be able to thrive, and we should be enjoying this life. I'm just trying to empower people to be able to know that they can regenerate, recover, and heal anything, and they deserve a life that's full of hope and less fear.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I remember my teacher said one thing in a in a speech or something he was giving, and it's kind of the downfall of Western medicine is that we become, we're specialists. We specialize can't get your penis up? There's something yeah, for that. Yeah, yeah. You can't. Exactly. You know. You have this instead of looking at. Okay. Well, maybe it's something in the relationship. Right. Right. Maybe the sexual dysfunction. I don't know why. That's the first example no, that came to my you mind. You picked it up
1: because there's thirty year olds suffering from ED. Yeah. Thirty year olds now. It's going into twenties. Like we're not doing well.
0: Yeah. Do you well, that's mean? to me is hormones there's too. A lot what's going happening on. with the
1: hormones
0: and then relationally, oh, yeah. like, and to not look at the whole picture just seems so illogical to me and this is i think why i was attracted to what some of you some of you were posting because there's like a loss of logic in some of this
1: it's literally when somebody comes in and let's just say uh they're uh they're a knee that's where the knee is the last thing i'll look at right and they, they don't know how to take this, really. They kind of think I'm, I'm ignoring them or whatever. I'll pay attention to their story, listen to it, watch their body language as they're explaining it, take a history of everything they're going on, talk about their relationship, talk about their sleep, talk about their nourishment, talk about all the professionals involved that haven't been working, talk about all, 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 all. And then I'll start going in from the toes on up to the thumbs. And then finally at the end of a three-hour initial, oh, okay, now let's check your knee. Because it's literally a knee expressing symptoms or damage is not the cause. There's something else body-wide that we have to look at. The knee is attached to a foot, ankle, calf. The knee is attached to a hip that's attached to a spine, that's attached to a shoulder, to an Mm -hmm. elbow, to a hand, like all connected by the mind, all nourished by food. I mean, we literally have to look everything. That's where we've gotten just soft tissue. Like I'm just talking about like injury, but you can apply that to the mammogram. Mm -hmm. or the colonoscopy. Mm -hmm. How could they possibly look at one piece of, in one area of the body and make a health call to the point that they'll remove those areas, like a mastectomy or a, right? And it's like, wait, well there's some cells here that are, right, but they, they resulted there. But what else is going on with the body? That would be like me looking at all the ankle people and using that logic. Looking at all the ankle rolls and being like, okay, I evaluated your ankle. There's some major dysfunction. What I suggest is we cut <laughs> off your ankles because if you don't have ankles, you can't get injured. How brilliant am I? You ready to schedule for a double ankle fuck you like what <laughs> i mean if you literally and that's why everyone last night had dr northrup on live, and everyone's like so dr Northrop doesn't believe in mastectomy it's like one if they worked we should see the numbers in the pudding and the numbers are like radically worse so they're not doing anybody any good and then you go into the concepts of how the body actually is designed do you know what i mean and i know that's yeah. a, a tough topic but that's why blood panels in the hands of somebody out of context, like looking at and throwing drugs or oils or supplements at a low number, anybody can do that. Like, literally, you can get anybody to look at that, and you can change that number. Well, why did it do that? And what is that number then connected to? And then what's their story? And then what's their family like? Mm-hmm. And then where'd they come from? And then trauma, there's more, there's more to it than yeah. that. And if you don't have somebody that's putting it all together, you are not in a place where you want to be, where you're ultimately going to, I would hope you want to heal. You, you're going because you want to be not a prisoner to your body. You want to be out of pain or or, yeah. or out of your situation, right? You want to be freed. Okay. Then that practitioner has to get it. And the way they kind of frame it, they have to get all of it. And if they're not taking it all in, my buddy, the, the same Serbian guy I talked to you about, he's in Chicago, opened his own gym. He will turn people away because they come in, they're like, "I need a trainer." He's like, "Why?" And he's got that Eastern European dry, you know he's six, nine, and he just like kind of looks down at you and he's like, "Why?" And it's like, "Well, I'm supposed to lose fat I'm supposed to and he's like, says who?" And it's like, "Well, says me, okay, where you come?" And oh, I came from the trainer down the road. I just figured I'd try. So you just keep going trainer to trainer. How's your sleep?" what sleep and they'll start laughing he's like okay you don't start up with me unless you start sleeping well i'm not gonna get you and he'll literally send you away and they're like Mm -hmm. who is this person who's giving up business income revenue and then they start thinking but that profound stop right there yeah i talked to him like v you know how many people don't stand for that because they look at somebody as how much can i get out of this person yeah from an overhead standpoint from a student loan standpoint from a living standpoint from a Instead of, we all got in, and I hope, to help people. Yeah. And you start looking, and you're going to lose some. But the, the points you're making is so huge. And with all those that you kind of educate by that road, you'll get three more who get it. They'll yeah. just come through and be like, I'm ready. I had
0: a really hard time doing one-on-ones because I don't want to be a babysitter. Yeah. And unless you're ready to do some deeper work, like someone comes to me for a yoga private, but nothing's going to change if you're not looking underneath right. what's under oh i want to be more flexible well right. you're not necessarily inflexible you're immobile maybe right. so what's locking your tissues up i it's it's hard man people
1: no.
0: um you, you touched on so many things i want to i want to expand upon yeah. one um why do you think it's so hard i mean how do you tell somebody you didn't ask for the cancer but yeah. it's your that's so hard to say, not no. it's your fault, because it's no, not no, no. the shame and the guilt, but it's... Even I have a girlfriend that was diagnosed with stage four, like colon, rectal, yeah, yeah, yeah. liver, and she was willing to say, okay, my job yeah. got me here, yeah. my diet got me here, and yeah. she was a vegan, yeah, right? And so she, everything she knew was upended, right. and she did water fat, she went from like the best doctors at sure. USC... And she said, I'm not going to you, because he's like, you can still drink wine. Mm-hmm. You know, you can have your alcohol. And she said, what? Because yeah. she knew enough right. about holistic healing right, meditation. Right, right. And she swears that water fasting, the fasting nice. was the best thing. And she's down. They, 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 she's one of the miracles, right? Right. We can't believe this. You know, she did the chemo that yeah. she had to. Right. But half of the dosage that she that they wanted to start out with. Yeah. And remission.
1: If you think about it, so I learned a lot talking through Dr. Cassie Huckabee, who's my naturopath, and she put cancer in such an interesting... She's like, when the body is doing what it does, it it adapts. It just adapts to the environment you chose to put it in. You're good. And so what it does is that adaptation and survival and healing response might look like congestion or a fever or moles or warts or blisters or eczema or bad breath, or stones, or cancer, or acne, or it's it's going to do its thing. It's not a random event, but it's also a response to healing. So if we reframe how we look at it, cancer and acne are literally the same thing. They're, the body's just trying to detoxify itself in the best way it knows. So it's not really a word or a thing. It's just, oh, look what it's doing. Mm-hmm. So it's not so much like, oh, I chose to live. This way. Like, no, no, no. It doesn't matter like what stage you're at. Like right. there you are. Like this is a beautiful thing. But we've been told that you know it's it's a it's a label that it needs to be feared. Just like uh, uh, I did a video the other night. It's like your thoughts are not a disease. Like your feelings are not a disease. You know. Um, but we, we've been told that. You know. Yeah. So again, the expression of of a diagnosis called cancer or MS or Lyme or what it, it's all the body just talking to you. In a beautiful way. Yeah. And if it's looked at that way, now it's like, what a beautiful opportunity I have, you have, we have, instead of, what'd you do wrong? Oh my God, look at your colon and break, like, whoa, it's, no, there's no shame or guilt or anything. Right. But along with that, you know, the body is so beautiful and it's letting you know this, okay, your body is so beautiful letting you know this, you're going to take yourself through this process mm-hmm. of healing, which is you. And that's why I always tell people, like, I'm next to them and off and behind. Because I was just telling Trevor here, like, I follow breadcrumbs on day one. I follow breadcrumbs all the time. I don't keep notes. Why? They aren't who they were last Tuesday. Right. They're not even the same person. So what the hell do I care what they did last time? And it was like, how do you know what they do? I mean, some moderate level of memory. I right. can keep some. But, like, it doesn't matter. You're just in this this flow of, of just light. Like, just Who you are today is not even close to who you were before. And so if we follow the breadcrumbs and help, but we're always behind. We're not in front or above on a pedestal or a pharmacist ledge looking down and like, no, I'm right here with you. How do you know this works? Because I've done it and I live it. This is what I do. Not many doctors can say they do their treatment because it would kill them. Yeah. So it's like, wait a second.
0: That's interesting. You won't even do the
1: treatment because it'll kill you, your wife, your kids? Then how the hell did you just sell it to, Mm -hmm. okay, any treatment I'll give somebody or any treatment Cassie will give somebody, she's done. She's done radically. She doesn't have the expression of of what these, but she's done the treatment level to where, because she wants to know the limits, she wants to explore this, she wants to go. There's so much out there that people are prescribing doing that they would never... Do themselves yeah and that says a lot about that and yeah. so again if they're trying to scope out a a practitioner you want one that's going to help you make sense of the the genius that is the body yeah. and the beautiful so if we start looking at it that it loves us it's only doing things out of that it it is not and this autoimmune all this dude it is not ever against you it's mm-hmm. all part of this loving relationship that is no greater than the it, but here's the thing and it, it makes me tear up because we can talk bad to it. Mm-hmm. We can hurt it, you know, uh, put things in it that aren't ideal, keep it from resting, ignore it, you know, bash it, look at it, just not. And it keeps coming back and keeps loving us. That's what it does. As yeah. soon as we acknowledge that, then it's like, wow, this is that partnership. The greatest love first and then we go with with self Is is it. And then all of a sudden things aren't so random yeah. and we can make sense out of it. And then to that person, Oh, how do you feel? There's no more guilt, shame. What if somebody's got to save me now? It's like, Oh my God, I'm actually pretty unique and special right now. Okay. What, what do we need to do? What do you got for me? Okay. And we can't deviate right now. You and I are going to go through this and we're going and we're going hard, but there is no like deviation. We got this. We're going together. Ready? You good? All right, here we go. And there's that agreement. Now it's a beautiful journey instead of this thing of not dead equals healthy. And that seems to be the theme today in the office. I keep saying it. it's like, as long as you're not dead, you're somehow you're so healthy. healthy. It's like, I don't know. I don't think I agree with that. You know?
0: That's, I, this is what we're so afraid yeah. of dying that we're not living. I mean, yeah. it seems yeah, trite, yeah, but yeah. especially true. T- right now, right? Like yeah. with this
1: yeah, I know nice. pandemic. There you go.
0: Um, where, where's your assessment? They say, okay, it's like for me, it's here, it's my shoulder and my neck. Are you just getting an intuitive sense? Are you asking the questions? Are you just kind of holding the space for healing?
1: So the first conversation I have, well, the first observation I have is when they walk in from the car because they don't know I'm looking at them and people carry themselves a lot differently when they know they're not, when they're not aware they're being watched. And then when you start watching them, they kind of gimp it out sometimes and they start to. Create some stuff. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot you can pick up on. Um, then we sit on those couches right behind you, and it's comfortable. It's like a living room. And it, I'll just sit back. I got no shoes on. I'm in linen pants. I'll sit and I'll just listen. Tell so me, go. Like I, sometimes I'm not even writing anything down. I'm just hearing them. Okay. And sometimes that's enough. <laughs> Nobody's heard them. Nobody's listening to them. So we'll sit. They'll tell their story, right? Then I want to know, okay, about when did this happen? What was what was going on around that time? It's interesting that with every MS-ALS case I've talked to, there was a major life insult right before. A hip replacement, death in the family, a divorce, a total life change, a massive overhaul to the nervous system, body expresses as we would call MS or ALS. What an appropriate response. Very interesting. I would wanna study that world if we're talking about science, right? But you start going into those stories around what was going on there because that's gonna be a big thing too. Um, intuitively, I'm always watching them and their body language and seeing how they respond to certain questions, right? Um, I love injury histories because you find out the person who, uh, has employed the most practitioners has more work to do than the person who's like, I know you're going to hate me, but I haven't done anything for this. No, no, no. Oh my God. That's fantastic. Clean slate. That's fantastic. Yeah. we, You're good. You're good. Now, you're coming in here, which is gesture number one. That's great. But the person who loves talking, one, about what the name of it is, because they, they sometimes will name their thing before they even say their name, their introduction. I'm it's like, it, their disease is who they it, are. right? And yeah. I'm like, oh, my gosh, okay. And then they'll go into all the practitioners and all the processes and all the herbs and all the pills and all the stuff, and they love talking about it. Mm. So I'll listen And then somewhere along in that conversation, I need them to admit that that scroll that they've employed didn't work. They have to admit that. That's why they came here. I didn't go get them with a BOGO. (laughs) Like I'm sorry, there's no discounted, like, no, what are you talking about? Like You were here for a reason, but did that work? Well, but no, 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 the guy's nice, or she's amazing, or I got a good deal on, no, no, no. (laughs) Everything you've been doing to this point, has it been working? No. Okay. Because everything we're about to do is going to be pretty close to the exact opposite. Right. And so you're not willing to be open to that until you let this go and let that name go, too. So they love, you know, to tell me the names. I'm like, you're not that. Like, I don't. Well, what do you think it is? It doesn't matter. It's you healing. Period. That's Mm -hmm. all you need to know.
0: People like to identify with their pain because it gives them something. Yep. I almost feel like in in general in the culture, we need to find things to bitch about because is it a lack of deserving that we we don't think we
1: deserve a good life or things to be easy or? I don't think we have a sense of self anymore, right? We've been so disconnected from that and automated that to feel like you're something different feels good. Like, did you? I had siblings. I wanted to get braces because I wanted to be different than my... And then when my brother got braces, I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> and I was like pissed because I had the brace. You know what I mean? And I was like, who wants braces? So I think that's in our as I'm trying to discover who I am when I was at that age, right? I think To be special? To to like when you are. Yeah. You, you you were born and there's this uniqueness to you that when you literally look outside you and see this intelligence and then look inside. I told these two girls on the podcast today. Cut yourself. Next time you cut yourself, don't cut yourself. Next time you cut yourself, look at it. Watch it bleed. Watch the processes that you have nothing to do with. You're not making it heal. And watch how it'll do it all on its own. I mean, really look up close. The concept of bleeding. I don't wash cuts. Wash them? That's what blood does. It's flushing out things that aren't supposed to be there. Have not washed a cut. And I've like cut fingertips like almost off with like fresh vegetables like, no. Let it bleed. Let it go. That's what it's doing. And then keep it closed and then watch what, how it mends from the inside out. What did pain do? Pain triggered a healing response. You have to feel in order to heal. If you're numbed out, the brain doesn't know what's supposed to trigger. The pain perception is comparable to the level of healing. Wow, this was gnarly. You're healing in a really gnarly state. This is so amazing. This is so amazing. And that's how healing is is we have to get some sort of stimulus greater than the trauma Mm. to heal completely we're all going through a major trauma from 2020 however you interpret this i look at it as like what an awesome opportunity for humanity to go up you know one of the second best days of my life was when my brother passed away he's on my forearm he was in the whole psychiatric model he's like my best friend you were happy i wasn't happy he passed i'm happy he's in a better place wherever that was whatever his belief system was but my life infinitely got better because I started looking at things differently and I started to take things in differently. That pain, I didn't I didn't delude myself and put positive affirmations over and trick myself into this yeah. life like no, I sat with it. I bottomed the hell out. And then I saw like, wait. We are so fragile, yet so big and grand. Like this is such an amazing ride. I don't have time for things that aren't important anymore. I don't have time for that, this, that. Unless you're benefiting me or or with these eight essentials, like, and I'll tell you straight up, like, nope, not doing it, can't do it, why? Like, I got to go see a sunset. Or I got to go, I'm driving separate because there's a chance on my way there, I might get disinterested and I'm going to pull away. And everyone's like, okay, don't invite TJ to, no, you'll invite me day of, and I'll drive, and there's a good chance I'm just going to peel off and go somewhere else. Like, I'm sorry because I've seen how valuable life is. And I love it so much. And so when you start to look at some of those simples, or or look into a cat's eyes and watch it, like, look at you and do its thing. Or look at a a newborn and the intelligence there. or Look at uh, the birds fly against the waves in a line. And they know how to fly up and go and surf the next wave. Like, if that doesn't turn you in, everybody's got it. Because you could be the most cruel, heartless, in a fight cheating on whatever when the sun's setting everybody knows to look everybody knows to stare at a sunset and take it in how because we're ingrained we're designed to be this way it doesn't just turn off and it doesn't just go away so that's there and that's what i'm trying to get people that regardless of where they're at in their path there's those little things that are little clues nature leaves so many clues that are outside us inside us on us It's all this big loop. Even plants, man. I have a plant over there that's the vine plant, you know? I brought the other ones in, and one of my client's dads took one of the vines and put it in the bed of the tree. The vine went down into the bed. That plant flourished, and that tree is flourishing. They're flourishing off each other. I'm like, dude, that's a clue. There it is. Like, they all... Feed off of each other. And according to Dr. Dawson Church, he uh, I, I interviewed him on my podcast. He was doing work with Bruce Lipton. We know Bruce Lipton with epigenetics. He wrote The Biology of Belief. He was in in the beginning of his research. Consciousness is more infectious according to their. They're sciencing up. They're not sciencing down to study disease and pathology. Because right. I don't know who powerfully would study power. Like, no, study the potential. What are you doing, this whole science thing? Yeah. Consciousness is more infectious than any contagion or germ. Consciousness. And that is how a household gets sick, which is not getting sick. You're just expressing symptoms, which is a great healing response. But if you and I are in the same household, your body assesses the environment, realizes you have some damage, have some cell damage, have some stuff going on. It's going to form congestion, fever, malaise, slow you down, no appetite because you're going to fast naturally. And then your body might resonate and tell me, cue me, because we're just a bunch of trees in this world, right? We're just a bunch of plants trying to help each other. Since we're in the same environment, maybe the information you're getting, I might need because we both have to survive in this environment. Maybe I express the same symptoms or maybe my body's like, no, we're good. And maybe that's a household of five, right? Just like two uh, women that live in the same vicinity of each other get on the same cycle a lot of times. They didn't affect each other with blood. You know what I mean? Like so how is it? But it's that consciousness, yeah. right? And so in the words of Kelly Brogan, this is one of the most profound things. She said it with Dr. Tom Cowan in an interview. You owe it to humanity to heal yourself. Yeah. So some people are trying to find their their service. You know, maybe they're in a job and they're like, i I'd, I'd like to do more for humanity, but I'm making widgets or I'm selling Mercedes or I'm I'm just not doing things for somebody. Heal. Heal yourself. Yeah. When you do that, your whole energetic shift just totally changed and your resonance now in a positive way is going to affect the globe. Yeah. Now imagine if we all did that on an individual level. Holy.
0: That's what I said. You can't, like, stop trying to heal the world before you heal yourself. All you can do is, is make yourself, raise your consciousness. That's it. And then... It's funny, the other shit doesn't affect you. Yeah. And when it doesn't affect you, you don't go around the world being angry at everything. No. You're like, I mean, it sounds so trite, but just like spreading sunshine everywhere you That's go. Really
1: I get that all the time. People ask me, like, are you not worried? I'm like, I live in such a manner. Uh, Do you see The Matrix? I mean, we all know. He, it's been a while, He but, goes, but yeah. He goes literally like, so you're... You're telling me you're going to teach me how to dodge bullets. And he goes, when you get to that point, I'll butcher the line, when you get to the point, you won't have to. Yeah, You're not even going to know. So I've lived in such a manner, focusing on these eight essentials, doing the work, it doesn't matter. All, because I'm, it's not even going to affect me. There's no it's way. It's like a flyover. It doesn't of... even matter. Yeah. And then what happens is you view things differently. So everyone's like, how can I help? Like, what do I do? What margin? If you take care of yourself, and truly try to level up in every way possible, you will start to know what you're supposed to do. You'll start to know who you're supposed to be with, where you're supposed to live, what your role is. It just won't be a choice. I don't have choices. It's just, it's so easy to live, easy in that I just go. And it's like, oh, yeah, supposed to go here, supposed to go there. It's not like, ooh, should I do that or should I not? No, I already know because there is no other... I'm not gonna do something that's gonna antagonize myself and I don't have time for something that I don't have intention towards. There's nothing in my life that if you asked me, hey TJ, why'd you do that? I will have the thickest, strongest reason as to why I'm doing whatever you're asking me and whatever you've seen me do. It might be doing a lunge and closing one eye. I'll have a reason. Or it'll be out like holding a pine cone, I'm like, I'm not, or carrying a rock on the beach. Like, why are you doing that? Well. I'm trying to like offload the one side and it's like since I'm walking, you know, nineteen miles, it's two thousand strides per mile, that's like, you know, forty thousand somethings, that's different integrations that the brain I'll have a reason because I never do anything that's just like because or somebody told me to, or because the TV said so. Like there's just no way. And when you get clear like that, it literally is this fearless. Doubtless, because I was trying to go. Why do I why do I not? I was talking to Dr. Cassie, I talked to Northrop, I talked to Lori Ladd. I don't doubt myself. And it's not ego. It's not, I don't doubt. Like you could never deliver me information that would have me go, hmm, actually, you're actually, I, I should live a different way. You're right. I'm sorry. Like, I've done so much, yeah. there's no way. You're not checking me off this. Now, is it because I was born into this, or I've done so much work, or I bottomed out? Like, that's my well, question. Well, that's,
0: yeah. That's, and I, re- I was listening to the conversation you were having yesterday with um, Northrop and, yeah. and your naturopath. Um, and I have, a, I have a sense of what it. I mean, I think you have to, at some point, have some sort of bottom out. I've had a few. It helps. Because then you have to start to ask. You either give up, yeah. or you're going to figure it out. I know. And I never went to the professionals. Right. I mean, so that that um, stubbornness in me actually served me. Yeah. You know, where other people, you're stubborn, you won't listen to anyone, you're, con- you know, contradictory. I was like, well, I'm going to figure this out. And it, I had to go through what I had to go through. I know exactly what you're talking about, sure. but it's like speaking a different language.
1: Right.
0: So, I mean, what do you see as... One, I think it's innate. I think we're born. Yeah. I think there is a certain dharma and everything that's happened has yeah, yeah. Has, supposed, has happened like that. But for you, was it your brother's death? Was it something else? Was it a series of events?
1: So I've been this way since I was young. So I think uh, partial I was born to view things this way yeah. or to do this work. Yeah. Um, I was very aware of certain things. I was an older soul. Yeah. Uh, music tastes My temperament like what i enjoyed to do it was more in solitude more always loved talking to the parents i always loved the older friends i I played up in sports and i was just gravitate to people older than me dated up you know like that was just an older and they'll say like people in the healing arts like truly they're the older souls maybe we were in another you know realm something like that right We can't don't know but um then you add the experiences into that and then all of a sudden, it's just enhanced and amplified even more to where in 2020, which is why I say it's the greatest year of my life, like literally when it happened, one, I didn't even know because I don't watch the news. So, words trickling around, and I'm like, what are they saying? I don't even care. Shutting my business? Are you joking? Right. I'm, wait, what? I mean, it didn't even make an ounce of sense to how I live. Yeah. So, I just carried on. But then I'm like, wait, the cops can be called on me? Wait, what's going on? What, the f- what is going on? Okay, what's my role in this? Because my life just got better. <sighs> like, my office is still good. I'm living at the beach. Nobody's on the beach. Like, this is amazing. <laughs> like <laughs> right? The roads are clear. I can go to L.A. if I want. I can go to Big Sur. I mean, literally, this yep. is my life, man. This is great. Yep. Wait, wait, wait. I can't capitalize on it. Uh, wait, wait, wait. There's, there's a lot going on that's deeper and darker than what we think. What's my role here? And I was meditating on it and doing all sorts of stuff. And then all of a sudden, Alex, Zach goes, hey, you want to start a nonprofit?" Yes, I do. Like, okay, here's our bigger goal. Our bigger purpose here. Because my life purpose was already to help humanity for the greater. Now we can go even more because there's an insult to the globe. Like, humanity as a whole is being attacked right now. To be a part of this framework that is the foundation, that is the root system for this new earth coming up. Hell yeah, let's go. Got even clearer. And then that there's so much hate coming at me, I know it's right. Yeah. Because I've gotten hate my t- last 20 years. Like, I'm the weirdo. Oh, Tom's doing his thing. Tom and his special beef. Like, 17 years ago, it was grass-fed beef. I would ask for for Christmas and all these gift holidays because it was expensive. Yeah. And I didn't want to spend. They're like, Tom and his special meat. It was one of the only grass-fed farms, like, 17 years ago. Right. And now, all of a sudden, everyone's, like, going ham to grass-fed, right? and And twisting what that word is. And so it's like... I've always been that person, and now I now, because of what's at stake, have taken off all, all governors, all filters, all everything, and everyone's like, you? I'm like, oh, yeah, I was sort of pulled back on the reins a little. Now I'm like, okay, there is no tomorrow if this doesn't, okay. Yeah, I don't really give a shit. Here's a video of me naked. Here's a video of me, you know, making a point. Or here's me swearing. I don't care if you, like, here's just full-blown, 100% authentic, like, integrity me. Like, which then allowed me to be even better than I was before. And Dr. Melissa Sell said it in a live we were in the other night. She's a naturopath, German New Medicine. Um, She goes, don't edit anything you say or write. Stop editing. Just get it out. And yeah. I was like, oh, that's so powerful because everyone's worried about what everyone's going to say. I'm like, not anymore, man. There's this huge thing. You have to get loud and have to be you. And I got bumper stickers on my car and I got a B for Vendetta mask and I got a samurai sword. <laughs> and I just walk around like, what is up? Like, let's go. And Sarah even said, he's like, dude, TJ, you doing your like, like naked spinal hygiene, and all this. You're just like showing because people will message me. How are you living that life in the midst of what's going on? Would the world be better if I didn't live this life? Exactly. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And from a social, selfish standpoint, that's my payment to the globe is me being just as expressive as I can be and as 100% as, as healthy as I can be every freaking day so that every time you come across, I'm about to call out a crew at the Heart of Freedom Rally. I'm going to ask, you know, we're celebrating a year here, celebrating, uh, anybody improve and there'll be hands going up. Those that didn't, why not? You had a year. Now, I know there's more to it than that. But this is an opportunity to get better, to improve yeah. your life. Yeah. Infinite. Like, this is a possibility. Yep. If you haven't, what are you waiting for? This is your payment to the globe. You are all waiting for us to rah-rah and yell freedom and guns and post like posters and all this stuff. Right freaking now. You owe it to the globe. You want to help out. That's why you're here. That's why you donated $10 to this whole thing. And you're in this room of 2,000 people. You got to do it now for you. And that's your expression. Now you can go march because I said it. It doesn't matter what your sign says if you go home and you're just, you're not doing the work to do the things to put yourself in a better position. And somebody asked me, your posts are always, you're always like upbeat. You're always flowing. You're always, well, that's just because the state of living that I'm always in. I said, if I was in prison, I'd find a way to live my best life. Yeah. Just like Victor Frankl, Nelson Mandela, yep. like those guys. Like, are you freaking and kidding Frank. me? That, yep. Right? Like there will be a way. I'll have to I'll have to reassess my environment and go. And I'll have to, but I will figure out the best life in prison. You cut off my right arm, I will learn how to live this unreal life. Yep. That is what we're designed to do because we respond to, res- to resilience, to stimulus. We respond to that resistance, right? That's how we grow. We have to grow through that.
0: So much is this mental. That's why this culture right yeah. now is driving. And everybody needs a safe space and be protected. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, let me build you a bubble I so I don't hurt your feelings. And I know. <laughs> and I am like the queen of sensitivity. I cry yeah. at car commercials.
1: Nice.
0: You know, I, I cry every day at That's something. Good. I cry at a sunset. I I cry now. It's I thank God. I cry more in gratitude than anything. Yeah. Yeah. Um Yeah. But it's like we need these protective bubbles around us. I go, are you kidding me? How do you think those people survived the Holocaust? Right. They had to survive. You can't take free. Once you're free in your heart and in your mind, the government can't do shit. I don't right. care who's the president. Right. doesn't matter. That's what blew my mind is how how, I guess I shouldn't be surprised, but how many people's happiness
1: mm-hmm.
0: or state of being is dependent on what they hear in the news that day. Right. Or what, um, who the president is, or I got something from the LA times. I have a junk. My Gmail is just a bunch of junk that comes in for stuff. I sign up and the author was asking questions. How do you deal with the jealousy of someone, you know, getting the vaccination before you do? I go, really? This is what I do.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like double. I know
0: that's your, that's, that's why you're upset today. We've given our power away. We've yeah. just said, "Okay, you tell me how to be happy."
1: Right, and that's now how crazy. it's shifted so that, so the psychological operation, right, and the the cleverness and the the billions put into how they can manipulate and reprogram us. Like it it works. Like we're seeing it. How could you possibly? But oh no, you're always, then, then you're a conspiracy right? theorist, I know, right? I know. Like
0: I know. if you say, I "That's like, cool." I, that's why I said this interview <laughs> is like my coming out because I right. haven't said it. I'm, I I. The brainwashing is beyond, beyond to me.
1: I know, and that it's very good that we could use it for good if the powers that be cared, but they're not. It's it's control and manipulation, coercion. So, but scarily, and this is what we have to be careful with because in my corner or side, uh, people have gone to. I mean, they've got violently upset at me. They've gone to government dad, mom, big pharma, like whatever, tell me what to do, save me, fix me. Mm-hmm. Okay. I kind of think something's up. Hey, holistic world, all you guys, can somebody hold a, a march so we can end this thing? Can you tell me why you do a coffee on Can you tell me what to do? What are the steps that I need to do to be healthy? Yeah. Okay. So now they've just gone to somebody else. Right. And so then I'll say, well... I'm posting those things of how I'm living. I'm giving you a framework of the eight essentials so that you can go create your own thing. Don't do a coffee enema. Why? I do a coffee enema. Go research yeah. the coffee enemas or go experience them. Yeah. What do they do to you? What do they tell you? What do they speak to you? You need to tell me now. Why are you such a dick? You want me to unfollow? I don't care, really. And don't tell me you're I'm not your guru. I don't care. That's <laughs> yeah. what I'm saying, right? Yeah. So Tony Robbins, like, I'm not your guru. Even Kelly, uh, Dr. Kelly Brogan, she's like, we enough of this whole like. Doctor here, specialist here, everyone up here, fix me, save me, heal me, make me wealthy, make me happy. It doesn't work that way. And so that's where I'm like, no, no systems. And when I say all systems need to crumble, I really mean all systems need to fall apart and we need to start new where it's just this across the board. There is no, Del Bigtree said it, and whether he's on board with it or not, but he said, if you go into every industry, education, health medicine, tech, media, finance, law, spirituality, faith, and you dive down into it more, it all comes back to the same thing. Like you all come back to what's being attacked right now. So it doesn't matter what field you're in. When you look at like how deep it goes and whatever, you mm-hmm. do just a tad bit of research, it comes to the same thing. Okay, then all of these need to crumble. And we need to start knowing what is spirituality, faith as a human? What is education? As a human, not as a right, a left, a California, a girl, a boy. No, what is it as a human? Like, that's it. Because we didn't have all these school options. And we didn't have holistic food and organic food and GMO. It was just food. And there was no, like, it's just human. (laughs) And then within that is your beautiful characteristic of who you are and what your framework is. And so that's why I say... Dr. Larry Pilevsky said the same thing. We don't go back to trying to exist in their model. Yeah. We have to start new. Yeah. yeah. And these women I talked to today, she's like, so where is that going to be? I see all these, I think they're in the northeastern part of the United States, and they see these towns that are real run down and people are leaving them. They're like these old mills and cottages and all this cool stuff.
0: Yeah.
1: Start a community. Yeah. Randy Vallis of ICANN has started her own schools. Whether it's a barter system, you're going to need a, a skill set to offer to the community. It's pretty awesome. Um, the schools are going to be outside in movement Well, now it's like Waldorf or it's Montessori. No, it's just education, just life. Mm -hmm. Like that's what it is. Mm -hmm. Right. The food will just be food. All those things like what's government. Oh, just like justice and and truth. (laughs) What sides? That's the thing. There's no sides. What are you talking about? It's human. That's it. Um, and going back to that, right. So now those, I said in my view of what the new earth is going to be, it'll be those little pockets of those little towns all over the place. And we're all going to pop up everywhere. It'll take a little while to, f- to build up. But there won't be like a place like Zion in the Matrix. You know, it'll just yeah. be all over globally. Because there's no, in my opinion, we're not beating the other side. Yeah. That, yeah. There's no way. <laughs> there's too much. There's too much we don't know. There's too much money at stake. If you got close, we're dead. <laughs> I mean, they will just take you out. Yeah. So okay, get off that whole thing where we're going to stop trying to fight it. No, 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 yeah. You just
0: have to create new.
1: Just like I'm not fighting every opportunity of everything out there that could possibly get me. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't live to not get sick or not die. I live to live. I don't drive to not get an accident. I didn't play sports to not get injured. I play sports to freaking win and dominate per what I could do. And when I drive, I get to the location in the peaceful, listening to tunes, kicked back, like right lane, slow, like chill. But we're not, like, driving to not die or live to not die, right? Well, I like to drive fast. Is like, that What is that? Right, that's fine. <laughs> You're going to honk at me in the I right like, lane. Motherfucker,
0: like, I like to dance. I'm I like, had a whole yeah. dance party coming down there. <laughs> right? I was dancing. No, that's
1: cool. But, like, that's the thing. <laughs> that I was happy when back. I got here. That's what I'm saying. So, like, you didn't drive, though, to get to me in the fastest way possible without getting hurt. And that's what will need to change. Now, imagine raising kids. Kids are fearless from the start. We all started fearless. We jumped to the third monkey bar. We jumped off rocks. We waited out. We hit, fell, blew up, and then reassessed and did it again. Like, it's in us. It's in us. Well, as kids, we need some
0: sense of structure, right? We need some protection.
1: Totally. But then it's like, let them out, and there's a single rock in the middle of a field, a boulder. So there it is. What do we need to organize for these kids? Just put them in the middle of a field. With a boulder, watch what'll happen. Yeah. They'll figure out like fourteen different ways to jump off of it, spin, fall, and a broken bone is not a not a death sentence. It's a lesson. It's a beautiful lesson. You're supposed to break bones. You're supposed to get hurt. Never had a broken bone. Never. Not one. So it's interesting. Uh, Good job. I and guess. you're kind of a hellraiser, right?
0: Uh, uh I'm, I was also very much a rule follower. Maybe you need to
1: be riskier? Maybe I, that's.
0: I know. I, I listen. Go break
1: a bone this weekend. <laughs>
0: I'm not
1: gonna wish it on me. <laughs> but what a, So that's the thing. Like every time we fall or get like, there's stuff with that. I mean, my niece fell, hit her tooth into her head. Like, she interesting lesson there. I, I mean, it's not you don't want that to happen, right, yeah. to anybody. I mean, my God, my brother who was sick, who was told he was sick with this diagnosis, right, this label, where he was just responding very well to the way we were raised, our childhood, what he was exposed to, all these things. Like, what a great healing response. But he's in this world, and he was progressively getting worse. And there's the chance that he could go and try to hang himself and do all this gnarly stuff. And it's like, okay, what I'm going to do is I'm going to, I had enough savings. I'm going to not work. I'm going to follow him. He's not going to know it, but I'm basically going to be like his angel. I'm going to follow him all the time. And if he looks like he's getting off, I'm going to go in and save him. And I'm just going to do this till he's done. And I literally was weighing out. I was sitting in my house, and I was like, I could do this. Because I can do anything. That's really what I feel. And this is, I could do this. For him, he wouldn't even know. I ran up by my sister who's paying for his care because my parents didn't want anything to do with it. And she's just like, you can't do that. And I was like, I could do that. And she's like, I know, but that doesn't, she's right. You can't save him. You can't save. And yeah. so we could drive around and follow, or we could sanitize, her. we could do all this stuff, and it's like, Dude, there's, we just can't fix this thing. Yeah. Yep. This is where it keeps coming back to, and that's where my mantra has now gotten even stronger on my page, is coming back to what, are you, what have you done today to be the best, most resilient, strongest, most expressive, most connected human that you could do? If it's the same as you did yesterday, something's off because you need to keep improving something you have to keep challenging yourself every single day or stimulating yourself differently because we're designed to keep leveling up this whole age and you decrease. what the hell are you talking about there isn't a decline it's just a steady go as you progress you have to keep stimulating keep stimulating so think about that
0: but some people might misinterpret that and like i have to do i have to do i have to do i think for a lot of us it's like well that might mean a nap today that oh, yeah. might mean sleep and naps
1: is part of the essentials. Staying in bed.
0: That might mean leisure. Doing less. Having a pizza. And some more loving. Yeah, yeah, to, yeah. Especially no. for for I think for me. Yeah. You have to know where the balance is, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I was always like, what can I fix? What can I improve? How do oh, I be better? No. How, what's wrong with me? Fix, fix, fix. And at some point, there was the grace of let it go.
1: That's part of that, right? And if your intention, everyone's like, how do you how do you do that? Every day it looks like you, I'm not punishing myself to be this better person. Like, what the, punish? This is a ride. This is an amazing thing. Even what Bree's doing right there, like when I'm going through it, like, it's not, I'm not, but I'm thinking of what it's doing to my body (laughs) to change my body so that what I get to do out, and there's the connection because her purpose and her intention is there. Right. right. So it's like.
0: Well, the purpose and the intention is not to punish. The purpose no, of it's intention to is to express your best volleyball yeah. self,
1: or, or best woman, or, or yeah. you know, become an adult, and um, that's where all that comes in, and why those eight essentials. Like, we I
0: keep talking about these, so we. Had,
1: let's, so they're on the wall right okay. there, and so what I what I did was, mm. first of all, they're not mine, because <laughs> if I invented them, they would have failed. Like, there's no. There's no invention in this. It's just restocking what's been just the way since the dawn of mankind, like just the way. But if you look into the work of Dispenza or these Radical Remissions or Miracle Stories or Heal documentary, or you talk to 90-plus-year-olds who are living pretty well, and you ask them questions on what, is it, what does it take to get to this point? Like, what do you do? They would always mention these eight. Like, it always came down to these eight. And, I'm, and then I got to the point where I was getting so many salesmen and so many people coming in who had employed and all these techniques. And I'm like, my God, we have so much crap that if it just disappeared, we would be better off as humans. And then part of that um, was the essentials in the essential oils. Now, I use essential oils as cleaners at home. I'm a big fan of them. But when they started to come across as ways to, like, treat symptoms and stuff, I'm like, hold, the f- hold on. How essential? Like, what is essential to our lives? Like, what do you and I need? That's essential because that's the root source foundation and then everything else is just a supplement to a bonus. But we need this like framework for essential because when the body's injured or disrupted or expressing, it always goes back to this ancient wisdom and simplicity. It wants simple. It might even be a fast or just a breathing or just sleep. Like that's profound or laying in the sun. Somebody's going to call that lazy. Are you fucking kidding me? Lazy? Laying in the sun is lazy? You're integrating the most powerful light that we cannot even study. We've reduced it to G biv and vitamin D. Are you kidding me right now? If that goes out, we're done. Like, it is so profound what our cells do with that light, but everyone wants to reduce it down to something, right? So we go into these eight. Now, when we list these eight, if anybody's listening to this, you write them down linearly, but you've them in like a ball wrapped up where they're all integrated. integrating. Yeah. yeah, okay, so it's quantum. So now, The first one is a belief in something greater than yourself. Like you have to acknowledge that there's something bigger than you. And I don't care what it is. This is so unique to you. It's not even to be discussed unless you want to share it with somebody. But you're writing down what that means to you. Whatever it means to you. Number two, purpose. Small, medium, large purpose. Whatever your reason is. Again, you ask me why. If I ask you why you drink that or drinking that, you would have a list of reasons why. And it could be as simple as, tastes freaking awesome. Like one of my mouth quenched. Done. Those are two reasons right there, but you had reasons. Mm -hmm. So purpose. Three, relationships. I'm going to give some of mine as I'm projecting onto people, but relationships, the ones that support your belief and your purpose, the ones that challenge your belief and your purpose in a positive way, put up a mirror in front of you and are there to, you know, kind of pull you back and say, Hey, you being, you know, come on. The other ones, boundaries. The energy vampires, you know, we gotta or cut them out and family too, family included. Um, number four, sleep naps, number five, breath meditation prayer, number six, outdoor exposure, just opposite side of the window, number seven, nourishment, sun is in there, but it's just nourishing yourself. Um, number eight, movement. Now, what do those mean to you? And everyone has their own little definition, and then what you want to do, I stole this next part from Cass, Dr. Cassie Huckabee. I did, I used to do words like red and, and green, where you would list all the things you do in your daily life that apply to a belief in something greater than yourself. Whatever that is to you. Um, you want to split each of those eight into two columns: medicine and toxic. The things you do in that column that are medicinal for that, that help that, list them. You know, it could be going to a temple um, reading the Bible, uh, whatever it is, right? The other things that would antagonize that. And you go into each of those columns, toxic medicine, toxic medicine, and then you self evaluate. And this is part of getting back to who you are. And you'll see so many areas where it's like, it's kind of like no shit. Do you know what I mean? Like everybody does know what they need. They're just tired of telling that story that everybody wants to hear the story that they kind of been told they should tell Mm -hmm. and so when they get down to it and they look in okay what do we got now here's the deal you'll look in because i there's areas i could improve on that list is always going in my head everything that shows up in my path is on that list and i either choose to do it or i avoid it if it's helping and that's also having the no guilt when i choose to kill a root beer or a bag of chips on my couch last night no shame i'll probably post it because i don't care it's my story not yours, right? So now you get into that. Okay, what are we going to work on today? Because you can't work on all of it 100%. Like it's just not, it's not sustainable. You know, we can't do that. So we go into hmm, somebody who has never made a meal from scratch. They're always eating out or getting DoorDash or vegan boxed crap, whatever it is. They've never connected with their food. They've never sourced it. They've never prepared it. So now all of a sudden they make something as simple as a peanut butter sandwich organic almond butter on a sourdough with raw butter, raw honey. If you want jelly, you throw some grapes on there and you toast, you broil it on one side, broil it on one side. So the inside's crunchy, the outside soft, and you crush that sandwich. And you also have to celebrate the victories, the the little wins, because that's a win. You made a meal for yourself and you haven't made a meal in years. High fricking five. Now all of a sudden it's like, I can do this. That was actually pretty good. And holy crap, I'm full. And I feel good about the food I just ate. Yeah. And I'm, I'm loving the food I just ate. I connected with the food I just ate. Somebody else who made it, you don't know what they're going through, what they're doing, their energy imprint on that food. And I don't care if it's a salad or it's vegan. Their energy <laughs> is on that. So we need to get back to, because fruit created itself to be appetizing and tasty and colorful so that an animal would consume it. It would give the animal nourishment because the animal trading off The seed trading off knows that that animal is going to take it and transport it somewhere else. And that's the the dance that we have with our food. So that's just something simple there. And again, all those healing stories, people went in with crazy intention and this drive to be better. And when you look at that, you really don't have to go outside that. I still, I'm 20 years in practice, I haven't gone outside that. And everyone's like, have you changed your system or your method? Well, I don't have any system, really. I'm like the anti-system system. system. Um, No, those things are still pretty tough. (laughs) Like, yeah, still good. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, movement is still pretty gnarly. And I got to make it gnarly. I fast every changing of the seasons. Why? Because to stare hunger in the face and choose no? Do you know the discipline that that takes? And now all of a sudden, my energy threshold of, of break just raised. Now everything else is going to come and try to check that. I don't even sense because you just continue to go. And not in this hysterical, unsustainable. No, you're doing it out of a place of love because you love what this is, what you get to, to experience this world through this flesh. This is amazing. This is amazing. So with those eight essentials you see on the bottom there, take your inventory and be consistently savage with the simple. Consistently savage. That's the key. Intent. I could do any move 365 days in a row and still be improving on the last 300 or last 60 days, the first. Doing the same move? You're supposed to confuse the body and do all this stuff. Really? Each time I attempt that move, I'm a different person, applying a different level of intention. If I go in and go harder and harder and harder and harder each time, each time I'm higher, higher, higher. Damn, on day 365 with the same thing? Holy crap! This is unbelievable. Yeah, I just put a lot of people out of business, didn't I? And put it all back into you, or her, or him, or me, right? And we put it back on the person. That's empowering. Yeah. That's huge. Now there's those like those eight um, on refrigerators and in dorm rooms. I didn't have that in my dorm room. <laughs> you know, we have now it's like in office spaces and yeah. And now everyone's like, okay, what if I wanted to add something else to it? As long as those eight are sitting out like this, the other things you add to it that could be just kind of like, uh, I'm getting an infrared sauna in here, right? And people are like, what, sauna? You're not about, is that on? No, no, no. I'm not getting the sauna to replace outdoor light because that's why everyone else gets red light. Oh, I don't want to go outside? I can just do the red light? Oh, hell yes. I can sit in front of my computer for a longer, no, 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 no. We extend those eight, the infrared sauna goes in between there. In between I was going to say
0: you could probably fit anything outside of the Holy eight into one of those categories. <laughs> right? Natural right. light, sunlight. Well, right. it's not replacing. It's enhancing. Right. That's yeah. what we
1: want is I'm not going to not get sunlight. I'm just going to intensify my 150 degrees of red light to pull out more shit. If I could, I'd be out in the sun all day, every day. Okay, I got to meet my limit. So in the morning, I'm naked in the sun for an hour and a half in the morning on the beach, facing it with a blanket. But it's front, back. Nobody sees me. But they go. But that's what I'll do. So, again, that's my infrared. And then if I can amplify, um, that's what I'll do. So we look at that. That's pretty profound. And a lot of those we know. Um, Well, I think, I do think. Relationships are gnarly because that involves somebody else.
0: Yes. You know? But I I think number one is where we're lost right now. I think, to me, you can pretty much boil every... Disease, illness, yeah. down to a lack. I don't care what you believe in. Even I think I. I think if you were to grill atheists, they yeah. believe in something. Yeah, 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 Whether it's science or whatever. Sure. Sure. I mean, the, to me, the language of science and spirituality. Everything's leading to the same place. I think so. But there's such a lack of connection. I was writing with my friend, yeah. telling her about coming down for this interview, and I'm like, I just. LA is right now feels so. Di- people are so afraid. Mm-hmm. You can't even look at them in the eye without them jumping to the other side of the yeah. street. I'm like, I'm gonna break down as a human being. Yeah, I, I'm lucky. I've strengthened my connection. Yep. But I need I need relationship. I need yeah. Yeah, I need yeah, yeah, number yeah. three. Yeah, and I think. You know, when all of these are in balance is when you're in your flow. and That's and, it.
1: You're, and then yeah. the synchronicities and those cosmic yeah. wings yeah. and all those things that everyone's like, oh, it's deja vu. And it's, oh, no, no, no. And that's how you know you're dialed in. Even Dawson Church said that. Dr. Dawson Church, from a science standpoint, but from an epigenetic standpoint, he's like, I said, I explained, I saw, you know, this boat that have me move here. And there's other things that I, and he's like, when those are, and they're coming in now more than ever. Yep. Like, I mean, there are a lot. And he goes, that's when you're in that flow. Like, that's when you are, you're just, they're happening all the time. You are now aware of all that. Aware of them. That, and, yeah, you're like, you seeing know,
0: more of them and feeling more sensitive, more to, sensitive to them. Exactly. Totally.
1: So when they do happen, I'm like, oh, hell yeah. Kid came in the other day, last night. Uh, Tommy John? I'm like, yeah. You remember me? I'm like, I can't see you. So I'm standing there, and it's a silhouette, and he's standing in the doorway. And... Uh, he goes, I'm um, Ryan, whatever. I played with baseball with you at Schomburg, so professional in, in Chicago. And I'm like, wait, what? Holy crap, he was my catcher. Hug him. What are you doing here? I just rented the space right behind you. I mean, you can't. Like, yeah. he, he's right there. <laughs> like, the former catcher from 2002 has come. Now, I don't know what his role in my, but I'm like, there we go. And then there was another one, and then a dream, and then somebody else. And I'm like, oh, huh. When All you right. start to acknowledge it's it. not random. It's, it, and, the, and
0: those little things are like, there's the joy in that. Yes, There's just the joy in that moment. I don't care if it's a sign or nah. whatever it is. It's just, holy shit.
1: I know. I know. And
0: those are the things that you keep building those moments up, and then it leads to something that you may not have ever known. I think so. And it will
1: helps you. It helps you. So the other day, it happened. I was literally talking to my naturopath, Dr. Cassie Huckabee. We were sharing, if we weren't doing this, she wasn't doing her practice. I wasn't doing mine. What would we do? We'd still do this because we love it. Right. She loves it. But just for nothing. She wants to work with horses. I'd give anything to work on a farm. I want to be in the dirt, like yeah. in the land. Like something I've been attracted to as of late. I'm like, my gosh. This was, uh, this was Tuesday. Thir- Friday, one of my clients comes in and he's like, dude, TJ, uh, trying to sell my horse i gave it to a woman to take in marietta or whatever and he's got this gait problem he's neurological and all these problems i need someone to work with him and i'm like dude my naturopath does like neurological work with horses and she's looking for just a just a chance to spend time with horses he's like all right connected him she was at the the farm on sunday this happened on tuesday so, she, I mean, and she's so dialed in, she's like, of course it happened. Yeah. Like, so now, what you want to look at that as is like, oh, cool. Yes, cool. But you want to be careful what you put out there. That's another thing. Like, because it'll come. The universe will be just like, here. And if you're constantly thinking about what you don't want, yep. it'll just show up. Yeah. Like, I, we know in sports, like, I would sit in the infielder right, and like, please don't, don't hit it to me. Like, there'd be a time, the next ball... Is right at me, and exactly what I pictured. I didn't want to happen.
0: Well, the universe doesn't know negative or positive. It just knows the. And think
1: this. I asked Dr. Dawson Church, a fascinating interview. Why do we go there? Why is it so easy to go to negative, and so disciplined and difficult? Intention and energy spent to go positive, like spin it. And he's like, well, you got to think of where we came from. We're always on alert. We haven't evolved enough to get out of this alert phase. We're mm-hmm. always on alert. Why is it easy to store fat when food's present? Because we're supposed to famine. We, we would make a kill and then maybe not get food for the next. Right. That's how our line has been made up. We haven't spent enough time in this convenience world where everything isn't a threat. So the body's always on mark and it's always going to be planning off some and then remembering some memory of and then staying in that loop. So it's the momentum of for the, the sake of yeah. where we came from, okay, all right, noted. I just thought it was interesting because it is so easy to store fat and so hard to push it. You'd think with the intelligence that we're designed, still intelligent, but it just did it from a history of 200,000 years of life. It got to the point where it was like, whatever, lions and, sav- and all this stuff, and we're trying to deal within that same uh, code. In a life where there's food on every corner, we got seat belts. we got, you know, I mean, we could literally kind of live, it's not how we're designed, but you could sort of live this kind of cush, somebody taking care of you type of life. I don't, that's a, that sounds like a nightmare to me, but, <laughs> but that's why it's Same. so easy. I'm like, wow, that's interesting. I didn't think about it that way, but that makes total sense. Um, I'd like to stay that way because it keeps us where we're at and it keeps us sharp and and there, you know, and it just means the use and eyes in this room have to do a little more work to know when we're hungry or know when we need to sleep or know because we have these lights telling us it's not nighttime. It's, you know what I mean? Don't right? even get me started. <laughs> I have my Instagram like yeah. <laughs>
0: daylight savings. Can't we just leave mother nature to the, why do we have to be fucking with the clocks? Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. now it's not dark until nine and my body, you know, I know i like, no, 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 I eat when it starts to turn dark yeah. and then I have rest and then I fall it's asleep huge. at night th- and now my whole biorhythm's off and I get pissed for a month and right. then I get over it.
1: Sun up, get up, sun, up, sun down, go. Like exactly. Like, down. I know, I know. And but I try to not, do it.
0: It's just, it's so, it's hard to go against the grain. Yeah. You know, of society. when I lived in New York, yeah. that's how I wanted to live. Yeah. Do you want dinner at 9? I'm like, no, I want I bed at 9. I know. I know. <laughs> but I was in New York. so right. and, and I did find there was part of that, you just sometimes going with the flow right. and, and enjoying where you were right. is part of it as well. and Not agree. always trying to be so stringent in your oh, routines mm. because this is good for you.
1: No, that's that orthorexic problem. I said if the stress yeah. from you being healthy is causing, that's more toxic than whatever choice you would make i mean that's a real deal you know because we got more you know people in health but aren't it's because it's a mania of of being is it sustainable and that's why i keep like a healthy donut a happy donut is healthier than a sad salad i will i will literally (laughs) stand by that and everyone's like then i need donuts all the time would you? would you? No, you get to a point it doesn't you, feel you good. You would not feel good. You wouldn't. Yeah. And honestly, go for it. See what happens. See what happens. Just yep. go for it. No, you're not going to end right now because you had eight donuts in a row. Do it. Don't be in shame. Don't share it with people. Share what your experience was. I had a stomachache. I felt like shit. So, so are you happy? Well, no. But I mean, it tasted... No, I, I don't feel good. Okay. Then the next time you consume one of those don't worry about it just share it it's okay and then if you want to consume more make it from scratch yeah so people will come in and they're like i know you're gonna hate me for this but i eat chocolate cake at night and i'm like wow that's brilliant actually i'm like where do you get it and they're like costco and i'm like okay so that's like 39 ingredients of chocolate cake in the back you don't really know what any of them are so here's what we're gonna do you're not gonna cut out chocolate cake because that's that's silly So what I want you to do is you're going to make chocolate cake from scratch. You're going to source the ingredients. You're going to make it from scratch. It's going to be five ingredients. You're going to make this beautiful big cake with this icing. It tastes exactly like the Costco one. But now what you're going to notice is you can only have like a little sliver because it's real food and your body's like sensing, oh, this is nourishment, nutrients. Great. So you ate less of a piece. You feel fantastic. If you put those ingredients in another ratio, it's just scrambled eggs, toast, butter, cacao. Bill and so he's gonna. Like, there's
0: eggs in the cake. There's right, right, there's right, right, right,
1: right. But it's literally, when you get it from the source, it's like, okay, why is it any, and now all of a sudden, maybe that sweetness at night shifts to a salty, and then maybe the salty that you make, and now it shifts to morning, and now it shifts to, and over the course of nine months, you totally phased out of and turned into, I'm not about to tell you you don't need nourishment at 11. How the hell would I know what you need? I'm not you, and I'm not a specialist who would claim to know you, but I do know your brain wants something at that time. Give it something that is essential, not something that is just completely made up, designed, fabricated, like none of this stuff's real. You know what I mean? And so when you get to that, it's like, holy shit, it happened to a little 12 year old. This little kid, shamed that he would eat blueberry muffins in the morning. I'm like, why would they shame you? That so no. Make them from scratch. So he researched 12, researched his own recipe, uh, uh, made them, gave them to the family, brought me in some. Noticed he only had two, who were like tiny, two instead of the eight from the Costco minis, those little mini dogs, yeah. you know. Bah, bah, bah. And he, like, shifted his whole, and I'm like, there you go. But now there's no shame around what we're consuming. There's no guilt around what we're consuming. Now it's, like, coming from how traditions have done it forever. This, like, no sugar, no grain, no, really? All right, we got to watch out. You know what I mean? Yeah, there's just too many cultures that are doing so much better than us that don't deny and aren't guilt and aren't shame. And it's, like, they're really living. They're living a really great life. You know, and coming back to those traditional ways of life. That's what Northrop has said it. I've said it. Like, the ancient wisdom is coming forward. And we're having to remember what it was like to be a human again. And I'm so excited because this is how I've been living. And I was a freak, you know, and it's like, oh. Like, this Raise way your of, freak like, flag like, high because the other
0: ones will find you. That's it.
1: So I'm excited because now it's like, oh, other weirdos. Yeah. You know? Yeah. We're, I was yeah.
0: laughing because... If I make if I make a cake or if I make any bake, it yeah. doesn't. I don't even get to the finished product because I've eaten so much it. of the batter that awesome. by the time I eat it, I'm like, well, I'll just give that that's away. That's so fantastic.
1: I like anything when dough. it comes to cookies, yeah, yeah, yeah. like I it, no, they I never even run, get to like, the cookie. I don't have enough to make cookies. I just eat it. Like just put it in a bowl and go sit on the couch. Okay.
0: <laughs> so I was laughing. I'm like, you're like bake right. a cake. I'm like, it would never happen.
1: I, don't, I can't bake it. I just make it. <laughs>
0: Granola, I'm good at. Right? I can make it all the way through to the final, which I tried to make today, and I didn't have the nuts.
1: me, granola is fantastic. I'll,
0: I'll have to send yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, please. I'll
1: have to send Ugh. it. Each, not each discipline has its its truths. Um, like they all have their thing. But the way they're being taught now in the schools it's to subdue a symptom in the shortest amount possible maybe insurance covers it maybe so it's saying that symptoms are something that need to be quieted or hushed or and so now we have all these natural methods or unnatural allopathic and they're coming in to just quiet everything out and so what people will do is the healing response is is gnarly it's painful it's scary it's nauseating you're not alone. That's why you need to, like, express it and share it and be open to it. But appropriate healing is, is stimulating. It, it's tough. Um, the body, when I do something to it, so I'm a chiropractor, when I do something passive, if you think about all these passive things, acupuncture, dry needling, rolfing, massage, chiropractic adjustment, done to you, right, a passive, Your body needs to go take that and integrate it in the best way that it knows. So I didn't do anything. I didn't fix you. I just made a suggestion. And now we're going to just see what happens. But we don't let that happen. We go with, okay, this. Now we're going to shut down that signal so you can keep going. You didn't take off from whatever you were doing because, God forbid, that. And then you're going to go, and then it's like, oh, that's not working. That doesn't work. Well, did you give it months, like, to take its course? Like, one to three months for stuff to cycle over. I mean, every injury, regardless, if you're not doing a minimum of one to three months, something's off. Like, don't be unfair to the body. Like, come on. That's pretty crazy. And to think about it, like, 20 years of stuff, and you're expecting it in days? That's cruel. That's mean. That's unfair. So we go a little longer. Dr. Cassie, I keep saying, she was autoimmune, injured from a vaccine. At the two-year mark, no changes. Worse. But she had faith in what was going on because she knows how the body works and goes. And literally, it was at two years. Page turned. Her legs aren't numb. She can walk to school. Her skin didn't... I mean, she's like, what if I would have given up within that two years? And how do we know two years is too long? Who decided this whole time thing? The body is only on one stream, and that's adapt, forward. Evolve, move forward. That's it. That's all it knows. So when we get help from the outside, stick with one. Do exactly what they say to the nth degree. If they're pure in their practice, we're all doing the same stuff, basically. Like We're all coming from the same place if we're being pure. If we're not, then we're trying to pervert that list and, and monetize and do some things to cheat out that list. But if we go, it'll work. It'll just, it'll just work. Or you'll know that wasn't ideal for me, just for me. And now you know to switch. But we go to where we shop out and, and try to get everybody to do that instant, you fix me, you heal me, make me feel better in the least amount of time. Because I don't want to invest. I don't even count as an investment. How much does this cost? Oh, you mean how much are you investing in yourself? Oh okay because illness disease like whatever that expression is kind of expensive like so i'm paying into a compound interest account every single day the only thing i spend money on is travel and my food everything else i've just reduced down my hobbies are free gas and really i like sometimes don't feel like filling i'll just let it run out <laughs> get out <laughs> i've run out of gas four times in california just because i don't want to fill it up like i don't know get out and walk um I'm trying to reduce where I won't need a car, right? Or if we go on a big trip, you can rent for a couple of days. Like, whatever, right? Like, what do we need, right? Um, but that's where exactly, if you go to the right, again, I'm using her because she's my naturopath. She has on her, on her website. Schedule your last first visit. Mm-hmm. That's fucking powerful. Yep. Because if you do it, it's not we hope it works. It works. That's how the body's designed. It will to work. It, it just does that. There it is. It's not like, oh my gosh, I I well, you know, you are genetically No, no, no. All that's out. It's out. It's done. You are designed to heal. That's what it does. It doesn't matter what the label is. It doesn't matter what the call is. And that process is the experience. Not just like, oh, I'm going to go exist in a house for and come out healed. No, no, no. The process of healing is the experience of life. Like that's that's it. Like that's pretty I mean, in the downs, you've got to celebrate with the ups. Like, it's all there. It's all part of it. And then that's where the community and the help comes in where we're not doing the work for you. But how are you feeling? Pretty cool, right? Oh. Huh. Like, just the expressions. I mean, I'm, I'm going through this different thing that we did on my uh, childhood with uh, my expression of certain things. Infection in a tooth. Infection. A benign tumor. Just some stuff. I feel awesome. But my literal intake form, uh, reason for coming, I want to fly. Like, I literally told her that. She's like, okay. (laughs) It's holding me to that standard now. And so she's looking at my blood, looking at all this stuff, and she's like, all right, everything's good. But because of your desire and what you want, all right, we're going to go a little crazier here. And I know it's you, and I know you can, okay. So we're doing certain things. My skin is reacting in a way because I'm very sensitive to how my body is on a day-to-day that I'm like, dude, check this out, check this out. She's like, I know, right? But that's taken two and a half months. Like I'm noticing it and that's me and I'm still leveling up. And I was like, what's wrong with you? Why does it have to be what's wrong with us that we're going in to, to try to seek this? How could I possibly be better today than I was yesterday and not in this manic mode? I'm happy regardless. And if the journey is not pleasant, like it's not like this mm. amazing, uh, I don't know. Like I don't really know if it's for me. Do you know what I mean? Like I'm not, and the challenges are the, the part that I relish because I know how my body's designed that those challenges are spiritually, emotionally, intellectually, mentally, and physically. They have to be stimulating on all. Everyone's like, do you do emotional work in here? Everything's emotional. <laughs> like do you practice mindfulness? Everything has to have mind in it. This whole mindfulness thing, when did it become mindful movement, mindful meditation? Oh, you mean just like thinking and being present with like what you're doing? When did that go out of style? Like we have to get back to that connection of every single thing we do is all about that expression. And there's just, there's just a way of life. And now we're going back to that. Human. That's what we all have in common. And it's, it's so amazing that we get to experience that. Like I... I'm pumped <laughs> as far as what we get to to do, you know. And I, I love. I mean, these guys know I've I've shared because I've had a couple. I share them even on my podcast. Everyone's like, you don't get injured? No, I I push myself to enjoy life. I'll jump from stuff. I'm like bounding things, 29 miles to Oceanside and back. Like all these things, I just like exploring. I like living. I like doing things hard in like high. I like living high. So the preparation has to exceed my life. That's just basic stimulus like why why would it be different in math class we do 100 practice ex- questions for a 20 question test but in life somehow you don't have to put in any work at all any preparation <laughs> you're just going to express this joyful i'm sorry and it's happened no, someone else
0: will and give it to you you're just going to get it the right? government will give it to you it. there it's we like, go the ever wait, benevolent hand right? of-
1: so we have to exceed our our prep has to exceed our performance um and that's how I live. And then if there's an insult, it's like, oh, huh, my right foot. Holy shit. That's burning. God dang. I might have broke something.
0: Do I go get it imaged?
1: No, because what the fuck? That That's not going to tell me anything. The body's going to heal because tissue is damaged. I have no idea what's damaged. I just know when I put my foot down, it hurts at an 11. Okay. What can I not do? can't walk. I used to love walking. I could pad my foot, I could put an inner sole, I could laser it, I could put oils on the bottom so I don't feel it, so I can continue to walk, because I love walking, God, I can't stop. Hold on, dude. Because I thought about that, right? Like, I don't want to cut out. I like walking across the street up an incline to go watch the sunset. Mm-hmm. I can't walk across the street without pain. Looks like I don't get sunset for a month to three months. And sure enough, at the end of a month, no better. And I put people through, myself through what I would do in here with a foot person. Nope. Go in. Two months, nothing. Then right around two and a half, three, it all of a sudden made this switch. And I was like, oh, and I tested it by crossing the street, going up. And I'm like, damn, here we go. That was one of the greatest sunsets I'd ever seen. I starved myself because I had to make that sacrifice for the short period of time because I'm not, I want to go long with this. I want to like fly off that cliff and go touch the sunset, you know. And so I needed to sacrifice for three. That was a foot injury. So what'd you end up doing to it? Why does it matter? It doesn't matter. Morton's neuroma. Fifth metatarsal fract Like, oh, my God. It just makes it sound. They just put in Latin what you're feeling. Polymorphic myalgia. Pain in many areas. Oh, you're a genius. That's a code. You just said what I came in with. You just said it in Latin and, like, coded it. You didn't tell me it doesn't matter. But I didn't take on that label. Even he asked me. I was like, how's the foot? I'm like, it's like literally i was jumping off rocks doing all this stuff i mean i'm good to go at a higher level because i addressed certain things that showed up that allowed that to happen in the first place interesting because every insult every opportunity that we feel of healing is a leveling up we call it getting sick or getting injured it's such an awesome opportunity what a great opportunity when you start framing it that way you're not tricking yourself that is what it is somebody has hijacked that whole process of being human to make it a pathology. Everything we have in the experience is a human capacity. It's not a pathology. Done.
0: Boom. Boom. The done, done. (laughs) I don't know where to go. My mind's like, woo! I didn't need to go out for a run or something. Thank you so much. From the bottom of my heart, thank you so, so much for listening to my very first episode of Connection. I'm so excited to see where this journey takes us. I've listed any links that were referenced in the show down below. Please, if you liked what you heard, leave a kind review as it would mean so much to me. Share with your friends. Give it a like and make sure you stay tuned for the next episode that drops on May 1st with my dear, dear friend Zephyr Wildman. She's over in London. She's an amazing yoga teacher. We talk about grief. Um, dying and we actually have a really good time doing it if you can imagine so don't miss it